Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. It's no secret that I love traveling and lecturing. And oftentimes there are, you know, a handful of lectures that I give kind of over and over again just to really educate over certain topics, atopic dermatitis, feline dermatology, otitis, you know, things of that nature. But there is a lecture I've never done before that I am giving for the first time in a couple of months. And I've been asked a little bit about it and just kind of wanted to give a little synopsis of that lecture coming up because it's near and dear to my heart in a conference that means a lot to me in an area that also means a lot to me. So on August 26th of this year, I will be the keynote speaker at Fetch Kansas City. And I went to the University of Missouri, which is just two hours away from Kansas City. Also, when I was younger, a couple times, my being an Air Force brat, my family was stationed about an hour outside of Kansas City. So I have a lot of connections to the area, lots of friends in the area, and really just adore that city. And it's been so amazing to see it grow over the last decade. But that conference has been something that I've always really loved and enjoyed. And in a kind of an emotional uh, point, last year, so keynote's been something that's always been on my vision board as a speaker. There's all these things that you know, I've really wanted to accomplish in my speaking career, and being a keynote speaker is one of them. And I was slated to be the key, one of the keynote speakers at Fetch Kansas City last year. And then as our son was diagnosed with leukemia, I had to withdraw through for most of my speaking engagements last year, including being the keynote at Fetch Kansas City. So it feels like a bit of a full circle moment for so many reasons to be giving the keynote in just a couple of months there because I get to give it after not being able to do it last year that it is in a city I have a lot of ties to really near where I went to veterinary school and also where we were stationed and at a conference fetch that I really love. So what is this lecture going to be about and why am I bringing it up specifically on the podcast? So when everything happened with our son last year uh, and knowing that this keynote was going to be the only lecture happening within this time frame on Saturday, I really wanted it to, yes, focus on dermatology, but also really have certain life lessons that came out of what I experienced through this last year as a caregiver for our son. Because a lot of times when we're dealing with clients, they are having caregiver burden for this animal that they're taking care of and that they hire an advocate for. And we've talked about the studies before that have been done in veterinary medicine, you know, especially in dermatology, as far as caregiver burden, which is that kind of weight you carry, that stress you carry as you are giving care to someone who needs help. So whether it's for me, a child with cancer, you know, a pet that has chronic diseases, a elderly parent you're taking care of. And so within this journey that we've had uh, with our son over the last year, there's so many lessons I have learned that have really made me 
even more, I mean, I think I've always been a pretty empathetic person, but even more empathetic for our clients. And I often say we need to be on the offense, not defense. But what does that really mean when we've gone through something like we've gone through this last year? And that is if a client, you know, runs late. And of course, we have boundaries we have to set up, right? We have to have boundaries. Absolutely. But say we have a client who's late or, you know, they were supposed to recheck in four weeks and they come in in six weeks instead of four weeks. You know, I can tell you after having such big news and big things we had to do when our son got diagnosed with leukemia that I was late for lots of things, you know, late for my daughter going in for her own doctor appointment because we were in the hospital with their son, um, you know, being numerous times stuck in traffic, even when you feel like you're trying to leave on time to go somewhere, being, you know, not staying on top of refills, things of that nature, Googling. So all of these things that I think is really easy for us to say, like, oh, I can't believe they do that. Or, you know, why are they looking online for information? You know, when you're an advocate for someone and you are trying to collect as much information as possible and you're just looking for hope, you're looking for, you know, just that information, it's two in the morning, you can't sleep, whatever it is, um, it is really, really easy to fall into those things. And I have absolutely Googled things, been in groups as far as our son's diagnosis and not been on top of things the way that I used to be. As a person that I've also very much identified with work, being a very career-driven person, loving what I do as far as being in the clinics, working with my, my company, going and traveling to speak, like all that stuff really fills up that career portion of me so that I am a better wife and mom. You know, I had to take a step back for, I think, six weeks when our son first got diagnosed I did not go to work because that first month is really intense in the leukemia protocol. Um, And I just knew my bandwidth and mental capacity in a client-facing industry was not going to be what I needed it to be. Someone was complaining that they, you know, I didn't refill their Apoquil. I knew that I wasn't going to be in the right state to handle that the way that I should. So, you know, I was able to eventually go back on a more part-time basis until our son was able to go back to daycare. But as a person who identified with work and this is part of who I am, it's okay that I had to change that for a period of time, that I had to kind of get through those motions, get my feet under me, felt like my, you know, my son and our life was kind of situated before I put back that hat on of veterinary dermatologist. So it's really opened my eyes a lot having to go through that if someone, you know, is asking for a last second refill because they totally forgot or they, you know, are running a little late because something happened or they had to reschedule something because, you know, a parent got sick or they got sick or something happened. And so really that kind of mindset has been helpful. And like I said, something I feel like I was already pretty good at, but obviously going through it completely opened my eyes up to it even more. You know, the other thing is kind of that that um, wall or that kind of online information that can happen. You know, with our son, there's been a few different things that he has gone through. Um, when he got diagnosed with leukemia, of course, you start researching, like there's a whole list of things they have to go through. 
um, different phases they have to go through, different tests they have to go through to stage them. And something I don't know anything about, right? Like I've, I'm, I have medical training, but I don't know anything about pediatric leukemia. So I'm trying to, now I'm a pretty good expert at some of it, but I'm trying to go through the motions of what does it look like in the future? I don't know what the future looks like. When is he going to go to this phase? What are the side effects we have to do? You know, when's he going to lose his hair? All those things. And so I was like in groups, reaching out to people, looking to see what's online, um, you know, looking at caring bridges for people I got connected to. So collecting all this information Um, now I was able to, when I would talk to our doctors about things, you know, really say in the end, I trust what their recommendation is going to be, but you better believe I went online and looked at a lot of that different stuff because I feel like I'm the responsible party in that situation as the medically trained person in our household to know how things are going to go, what questions do I need to ask? You know, for my own mind, kind of a planner and, and knowing the future, like what should I expect? What can happen? What are the side effects that that can occur with these things? And so in a weird way, how I kind of correlate to this, to my uh, industry as a veterinary dermatologist, are flea prevention and diets. Because when owners come in, a lot of times we can put on this facade of, oh gosh, I see in the past they've, you know, they've declined flea control or they've said, oh, it can't be fleas. And clearly it's a dog coming in chewing its rump and I think it's a flea allergy. And so though that's my, that thought can still cross my mind, a lot of times I still can take a step back in the situation and say, okay, if they start saying, well, it can't be this, it can't be that, you know, this is what I've read, those, those therapies or those preventions are not safe, you know, I take a step back and say, what have you read? Like, what are the concerns you have and where have you found the information? So instead of just being like, okay, fine, you're not, you're not going to do it, so I'm not going to push it because I'm still that advocate for the animal, right? I am the medical person for the animal they've come in they've come in to receive help advice so I'm still in some capacity an advocate for that pet and so I you know will say like what have you read what have you seen you know when we go through the facts of okay I just you know I completely understand that you're trying to collect as much information as possible because you love your pet and you care about them I just want to go over based on some of the things I know and the literature and, you know, my over a decade of being a dermatologist, the patterns I've seen, the historical cases I've seen, certain situations I've seen similar to this. And, you know, if we can at least commit to something for a few months, let's see what improvement happens. Let's just talk about the pros and cons of each prevention and come together with a plan. But in the end, we're always going to do what you feel comfortable with. And so just knowing that I myself have gone through and researched things and looked up things about some of the medications that, you know, our son's gone on, that is something that I think can be really helpful. Same with food. You know, again, if they're wanting to do a certain food or they feel like, oh, they cut out grains, so it can't be food allergy, but I'm really worried about that. We take a step back and say, listen, you're going to get a ton of information over what to feed your pet. You know, I always tell owners, it's like if you Google, what diet should I eat? It depends on what website you go to because there's so many different opinions, thoughts, philosophies on food. And I totally understand that. And you're trying to do what's best for your pet. You know, let's talk about what a prescription diet trial looks like, knowing that if we get through two months and we're no better for it, you know, then we've crossed it off the list. Or if we are better for it and you'd rather a different diet be used long term, 
we can look into those options, but we're just trying to do a diagnostic test and we want to make sure we do it the right way. But again, in the end, we're going to do what you feel comfortable with, but let me at least present the information as far as I know it and what I've seen with my cases. And that's how I kind of walk into those situations. And again, being a person who has Googled things in the past for our son, backing up even further, and I'm going to talk about this in this keynote talk as well, besides our son going through um, you know, leukemia treatment right now, our son was also born with a congenital heart defect. So he has aortic stenosis, and when he was born, he had a large heart murmur that we didn't know anything about, wasn't picked up on as an anatomical scan. And so when he was born and had this large heart murmur, we were thinking that hopefully, oh, you know, babies are born with heart murmurs. Most of them grow out of it. Hopefully that will be the case. Got referred to a cardiologist. You know, when he was six days old, saw a cardiologist and found out he had two of the leaflets of his aortic valve were fused together. And he ended up having to do a balloon valvuloplasty, I think at 13 days old. So again, being a person who just had a baby, hormones raging, worried all of a sudden a medical condition I know nothing about. I don't know anything about congenital heart disease. What does this mean? You know, what's the life expectancy? Um, in the first cardiologist we saw, I didn't feel like I was getting really good answers from. Luckily, the second one was amazing who ended up doing the procedure. Um, but again, you better believe I was Googling things. I was online looking and one of the biggest senses, sense of reliefs for me was actually finding out that Arnold Schwarzenegger had the same heart defect and he's clearly doing okay and seeing how many options there are. And our son has had his procedure and has been doing really, really well, though he still goes in for heart checks every year to assure that that the valve is growing with him. But there was that sense of urgency and surging and being up and being concerned and being the advocate for this baby and who couldn't take care of himself. And so there's just so, been so many uh, situations that I have learned from those medical issues we've dealt with our son. And so my hope with this keynote is to tie in, you know, some of my story, but also how I am correlating that to caregiver burden for our clients that are dealing with a pet with a chronic dermatologic disease, but also trying to shed some light on, you know, maybe some of these things that um, we really need to consider and think about that individual person. As we all know, we don't know what's going on in everyone's lives and just trying to kind of reframe our mind when we are dealing with certain situations. Now, what's really exciting with all my ties I have to Fetch into Kansas City, if you are able to attend Fetch Kansas City, and like I said, there's other amazing keynotes there. There's three of us. I'm the one on Saturday. Um, if you're able to go, I have a little bit of a special discount code. So off registration, you can get 25% off registration with bourgeois 25. And I'll put that code up on the social media graphic that goes up on my Instagram. Um, you got to know how to spell my name. <laughs> so make sure you can spell it right. B O U R G E O I S two five, but that will give you 25% off registration. And this obviously is just all around something that is so special to me. So if you are, you know, anywhere in the surrounding area or interested in visiting the awesome city of Kansas City um, in August, I really encourage you to come. There's going to be so many amazing talks, but I'm just so excited because this is a new talk I'm giving, something I get to cross off of my um, speaker dream board in a city that means a lot to me at a conference that means a lot to me. And clearly after 
after I was supposed to do it last year and couldn't do it, just having the opportunity now to transform my talk into something that, you know, I learned so much about in this past year as being a cancer mom, I think it's going to be really something fun, no matter what part of the field you're in, no matter what you're interested in. Um, I'm just really excited. And, you know, clearly I just hope this really goes well. So Bourgeois 25 can be something you can use if you're interested in Fetch Kansas City. And I'm hoping if it goes well, it will be a talk I give in other places too. But if you have any questions at all, always feel free to DM me or reach out um, on my Instagram, the Durham Vet. But I hope this sheds some insight over something that I'm really excited and passionate about as far as our clients.